Okay, welcome to today's class. Today we're looking at complex gerunds. In the previous two classes, we looked at complex infinitives, but today we're going to look at complex gerunds. So, firstly, I ought to point out that gerunds are very often mixed up with participles. And in fact, a lot of grammar books tell us to make no distinction between gerunds and participles because of the way in which they're used nowadays in language. They seem to be losing their distinction as though they were the same part of speech, although there is a difference. Now, participles usually are thought of as adjectives and gerunds are usually thought of as nouns. And that's the main difference. So participle phrases will be descriptive and will describe the subject subject in the main clause, whereas gerunds will be the subject in the main clause, or they will be the object in the main clause, or they will be the object of a preposition. Now, all of that is not necessarily so helpful to you. Um, the main thing that you need to learn is how we use these participles and gerunds. And I must admit, I don't know if it is very useful for a foreign student to have a good grasp of the difference between gerunds and participles. So let's just look at participles first. If participles... Um, will have a number of different forms when they're complex. So a simple participle will be something like waiting, running. They very often end in ing. Yeah, they very often end in ed if they're passive participles. But um, active participles will end in ing. And there are a number of different forms. If we take the participle doing, yeah, that's a simple participle. And the continuous participle is the same, doing. But we also have a perfect participle, having done. And we also have a passive form of that, having been done. We have a passive form of the doing, being done. And we even have having been done, which is, uh, oh, sorry, having been doing, which is perfect continuous. But that one is very rare. But let me give you an example of that rare one straight away. I could say something like this. Having been teaching for 30 years comma, I applied for the job. Yeah, and that having been teaching, we use that form, the perfect continuous form, mainly because it's a duration. And we use this perfect continuous for duration. OK, so having been teaching for 30 years, I applied for the job or having been waiting for the bus for 20 minutes, comma, I decided to walk to work. Yeah, I decided not to wait any longer and to walk to work. Something like that. Yeah, I'll give you another example now. And this is a passive participle being embarrassed, comma, I clammed up and fell silent. Yeah. So being embarrassed here is a passive participle. It's uh, because I was embarrassed, you could change it to. And this passive participle with being, I've got to tell you that it usually gives you the reason why something happened. Yeah. Compare the two sentences because these are both passive participles. Compare the bread products made from infected grains triggered debilitating symptoms. And here made from infected grains is our participle phrase and it describes bread products and it just describes now have a look at the following sentence the bread products being made from infected grains triggered debilitating symptoms now this has a different meaning this the being made from infected grains tells us why the bread products 
trigger debilitating symptoms. They trigger debilitating symptoms because they are made from infected grains. So the passive participle, the being embarrassed or being made, the difference between the passive participle, the being done, and the ordinary um, past participle, just embarrassed or done, is that the passive participle gives us the reason why the main clause happened. So being embarrassed, comma, I clammed up and fell silent. It tells us why I clammed up and fell silent. Okay, and these participle phrases, they can appear anywhere in the sentence. They can be fronted. They can be put in the middle of the sentence. They can be put at the end of the sentence. So they're very flexible, the participles. Now let's talk about gerunds. And gerunds are nouns. And what that means is that they must be a subject, because subjects are always nouns. Or they must be an object, because objects are always nouns. Or they must be the object of a preposition because prepositions are always followed by nouns. So let's give you some examples of those three. We could say brushing your teeth twice a day will prevent tooth decay. Yeah, and here brushing your teeth twice a day is the subject of the verb will prevent. Okay, and we've just got an ordinary gerund. They're a simple gerund, brushing. Let's look at a passive gerund now. Being born into a wealthy family has its benefits. Yeah, and its drawbacks. Yeah, so we've got being born into a wealthy family is the subject of has. And notice here we've it's passive, being born. Yeah. Um, so here is passive gerund. Being born into a wealthy family has its benefits and its drawbacks. Or we could say something else. We could say um, uh, being kissed by men with moustaches is rather uncomfortable. Not that I know. OK, but that being kissed is the passive gerund. OK, now let's look at gerund as object. And a lot of gerund verb. you can think of a lot of gerund verbs here, like deny or admit. Let's look at these two. We could say he denied stealing the money, or we could say he denied having stolen the money. And there's very little difference here, guys. I mean, use the having stolen if you want to show off. He denied having stolen the money. But there actually is very little difference between he denied stealing the money, he denied having stolen the money. If we look at some other sentences, there really does seem to be a big difference between the two. And so it does depend um, on the sentence. Sometimes there is a big difference. So let me give you an example. He denied being married. That definitely means that he is de denying that he is married at the moment, at the time of the denial. Yeah, he denied at that moment being married. But if we say he denied having been married, that's clear that he denied previously being married. So use the having um, whenever you're trying to show that something happened even earlier than the main verb. He denied having been married means he denied that he was married before he made that denial. OK, um, but generally speaking, a lot of sentences, there is no difference between the perfect gerund and the ordinary gerund, the simple gerund. And that's worth remembering. But sometimes there is a difference. OK, like he denied being married and he denied having been married. So that's worth remembering, too. OK, we can also see gerund as the object of a preposition with Examples like, um, I confessed to having killed the man. Yeah, I confessed to. You can use admitted to and confessed to, although admitted can be used without a preposition as well. But I confessed to having killed the man. 
here the having killed is a perfect gerund and it's it's telling you that I killed the man before I made the confession yeah or we could say something like this we could say he was accused of having several wives yeah he was accused of having several wives and that's a simple gerund just having and we could say though he was accused of having had several wives sorry about that guys he was accused of having had several wives and that means previously to the accusation yeah he was accused of having had several wives previously to when that accusation was made Okay, so that's another time when we can use a gerund, object of a preposition. And so it's another situation when you will sometimes see perfect gerunds or complex gerunds. But I'm glad to say that these complex, complex gerunds are nowhere near as common as simple gerunds. And the same with the complex two plus infinitives and the complex participles. They're nowhere near as common as ordinary simple participles and gerunds. So don't think that you need to use this particular structure all the time. You should really shouldn't in the same way that you shouldn't use present perfect continuous all the time because actually it's a very rare tense. So let's look at some questions and I'm taking this from a website called Test English because it is a great website for making a lot of very complicated um, topics very clear. So question one on their exercise one is I would like <coughs> by someone and we need to use the verb love. Now, hopefully, you know that would like is always two plus infinitive. A lot of people learn this very early on. They learn that like can be gerund or two plus infinitive, but would like is two plus infinitive. So we've got to buy someone. I would like <coughs> buy someone. Buy is a massive sign that we've got a passive sentence. Yeah, because we use the preposition buy in passive sentences. So there are two possibilities here. You could say, I would like to be loved by someone, which is what they want as the correct answer. Yeah, I would like to be loved by someone. Passive infinitive, simple infinitive. However, there's nothing wrong with I would like to have been loved by someone. But this is referring to earlier. Yeah, I would like to have been loved by someone when I was a child growing up Yeah, in the orphanage or something like that. Very sad story. But I would like to have been loved by someone during my childhood. Yeah, and that's the only reason why you would need to use the perfect infinitive when you are going back in time. OK, when you are going earlier than the would like. Let's look at the second question. The portrait is thought. OK, now with these passive reporting structures, it's usually infinitives that we see after these passive reporting instructor. Uh, passive reporting uh, constructions. So the portrait is thought. We need a two plus infinitive um, and is thought <clears throat> in 1595. And we need to use the verb paint. So the portrait is thought. We need a passive here because portraits don't paint. They are painted. So we need passive. So the portrait is thought to have been painted in 1595 and not to be painted the simple infinitive we can't use the simple infinitive here because 1595 is almost 500 years ago and that's why we say the portrait is thought to have been painted many 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 years ago okay and that's 
it, it must be passive because portraits don't paint. It must be have been painted and not be painted because it's earlier. So I hope that's clear. Do have a go on these questions on testenglish.com. They are fantastic. They're very, very clear for teaching this very difficult subject. So no, question number three, the student apologised for <coughs> into his teacher's Twitter account. Now, there's two possible answers here. I hope you all know that apologise for, for is a preposition, so we need a gerund. Yeah, but it's not going to be for to hack. Yeah, we're going to use the verb hack, by the way. The, so the student apologised for <coughs> into his teacher's Twitter account. We could say for hacking into his teacher's Twitter account or for having hacked into his teacher's Twitter account. Both are correct here. And it's because after prepositions, usually you can use the simple gerund or the perfect gerund and there's very little difference in meaning. Yeah, I hope that's clear. There's very little difference in meaning, especially after prepositions for simple gerund and perfect gerund. Sometimes you can feel a little difference, but very often there seems to be very little difference. OK, let's come on to number four. So, um, But for number three, apologised for hacking or apologised for having hacked. OK, she was the first woman <coughs> uh, president and we need to use the verb elect. So she was the first woman. Um, here we need a two plus infinitive. Yeah, he was the first man to go to the moon, something like that. So we need a two plus infinitive and we need it passive because... Um, you know, she didn't elect the president. She was elected as president. So we can say she was the first woman to be elected president. But again, there is nothing wrong, actually, with she was the first woman to have been elected president. And you get that a lot with this grammar, where there's very little difference between the sim simple and the perfect forms. And that's important to remember. Let's come on to number five. It's no use <coughs> to escape. This is a maximum security prism. So here we're just going to need to use the gerund because it's no use. There's no point in uh, these kind of expressions are always plus gerund. So it's no use trying to escape. And we couldn't say having tried here because it's not previous to um, we're speaking generally here and saying it's no use ever trying to escape. We're not talking about the past. So we can't use perfect gerund here. OK, let's come on to number six. I certainly won't miss <coughs> by him every day. By him means it's passive. Right, guys? Um, and I certainly won't miss. Miss is a gerund verb. So I certainly won't miss being bullied by him every day. And we're not talking about the past here because we're talking about something I won't miss. We're talking about the future. So Definitely don't say having been bullied here. It's got to be being bullied. I certainly won't miss being bullied by him every day. OK, number seven, you are not supposed, blah, 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 this now. And we need to use the verb do. So you are not supposed. Now, we've got now, so it's not going to be perfect. It can't be perfect when we say this now. So you are not supposed now, we need something continuous, don't we, when we're in the middle of doing it. So you are not supposed to be doing this now. And it's the now that means we need to use continuous to be doing. We're in the middle of it then. So continuous infinitive. OK, number eight, I would love <coughs> last night's performance. And we need to use the verb see. So would love 
The would love, would like, would hate, would prefer all take infinitive. In fact, the would constructions do usually require two plus infinitive. But notice that it's last night's performance. I would love <coughs> last night's performance, which means it's got to be perfect here. I would love to have seen last night's performance. If you say I would love to see last night's performance, that is possible, I suppose. But it means I would love to see the previous night's performance in the future. That's what it means. Whereas I would love to have seen last night's performance means I would love to have seen that one last night. I would love to have gone yesterday or the, in the previous evening to see that concert. OK, uh, number nine, he denied <coughs> the money. Well, of course, he denied stealing the money or he denied having stolen the money. And there's very little difference between the two. And number 10, convicts can choose how... Uh, we need to use the verb execute. Of course, we need two plus infinitive with how, don't we? How to do, how to have, how to be. But conv convicts can choose how, use the verb execute, either by lethal injection or by electric chair. So this is clearly passive, how to be executed. And it's not perfect because they're not talking about the past. They're talking about now. Convicts can choose now how to be executed. OK, so please check out those questions on Test English. They actually have two more exercises on their wonderful website dealing with this particular topic. In fact, they actually have more than two more because I remember I sent some other ones to a student. So please do check out test-english.com for complex gerunds and infinitives. It's a very useful resource and there are very few exercises online on this difficult grammar. People tend to avoid difficult grammar grammar, especially making exercises for difficult grammar, because people are aware that it's very difficult to teach difficult grammar. Um, so do go to Test English. They've done a great job with perfect gerunds and perfect infinitives, where so many others have um, ignored this topic. So please go to Test English and please do uh, come to, uh, please do come, uh, well, subscribe to this podcast and make sure that you're here for future classes. Thanks for listening.